Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March the 30th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, let's start off with the daily coronavirus rant. It just seems like every day this thing is getting worse and worse. If you listen to the news, um, watch that movie, um, Outbreak from like 1995, uh, kind of similar to what's going on right now. But I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. Um, for every crisis, there is a come up. You just look throughout history. Anytime there's been a war, anytime there's been like a natural disaster, anytime there's been like a pandemic, there's always a come up. So I know after this thing is over, there's going to be a come up. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if there's bigger things at play here i don't know um i would just say you know do your research you know read this uh stimulus package bill that they've just passed uh friday try to find it on the internet and read it some very interesting stuff in there um and um Be safe, be courteous, protect yourself, protect your family. Um, And just I just hope that, um, you know, everything can go back to the way it was. I know it's going to be different. I don't want to say in what ways it's going to be different, but life is changing right before our eyes. And I would implore you to do your research and get up. Get current on your current events. That's what I would employ and encourage anybody that listens to me to do. Um, So I'm uh, hoping that everybody comes out of this healthy. I hope we have no more casualties. And um, we can just get back to some normalcy in this country. Um. So let's get on with the Florida State stuff. Um, I don't know if it was one a week ago or two weeks ago. Jashawn Corbin was granted eligibility for the 2020 season. Um, I don't even know if there's going to be a 2020 season, but this guy is six foot, 213 pounds. I mean, he can he can return kicks. He's got good hands. Um, Played in 14 games with Texas A&M. He transferred from Texas A&M to Florida State. He's from Florida. Um, He ran for 483 yards and two touchdowns. He got injured. And I guess he got in um, Jimbo Fisher's doghouse. And he could never get out. So he decided to come to Florida State. Um, You know... Kalen LeBourne, I guess, is the incumbent, but this guy's going to play, too. I mean, 
It's going from what Norvell said, this is going to be a multiple back running back offense. So I, this guy looks like looks to be the biggest of the running backs, so I would assume he would be the power back and Caitlin Bourne would be the speed back. Then you've got the third down guy, the, the junior college transfer. I can't think of his name. Then you got Tua Philly. Um, he might be like a speed back. Um, he's got receiver size. So there's really, we got a lot of uh, diversity in the backfield. It's one of the more deeper positions on this team. So I'm really anxious to see um, what Norvell can do. Uh, with this type of talent. Um, but I'm glad this guy, Deshaun Corbin, got his uh, eligibility waiver to play for the 2020 season. And he can contribute to this team immediately. Um, like I said, he can basically do everything. He can return kicks. He can return punts. He can catch it out the backfield. He can run it between the tackles. He can run around guys. Um, just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's fully healed from his injury and, um, we'll just have to see how it goes, man. Even if we have it, I mean, I don't even know if we're going to have a season. So let me know what you think about this topic. Going to move on to the next topic, which is entitled what to do with your stimulus check. Um, you know, I'm just going to. Hopefully, whenever it comes, everything is back up and running and we're at some sense of normalcy. Um, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, everybody comes out this on the other side. OK, um, I'm just going to go out and just use it what it was meant to be used for to stimulate the economy. I mean, going to restaurants, you know, spending it. Um giving it back to people who've been out of work and try to stimulate the economy, man. Um, I'm one of the lucky, lucky, very lucky people that is uh, essential personnel, and I get to go to, to work. Um, all this time I spend saying I hate my job, I hate my job, but, you know, I think over the last, you know, four weeks I've been very thankful very thankful for my job um i still don't like it but i am very thankful that i am not missing a paycheck and i'm able to do what i need to do as far as uh paying the bills and all that so um not gonna go out and spend it on some nonsense i mean maybe like a a vacuum cleaner or a broom or something like that just something to better clean my house with but nothing crazy um so let me know what you think about that segment what to do with the stimulus check um next segment is entitled can kando be a dominant force i think before he got injured last season he was well on his way to being a uh, dominant force um it's just crazy he had that freak injury um, you know, this guy's what, six, seven, six, eight, two hundred and sixty, seventy pounds, very athletic. Um, we're switching back to the four three defense, which is more of his skill set. Um, 
even though the three four was not I was not uh, suited for his skill set, he was he was coming on. He was actually playing pretty well until he got hurt in that Virginia game. So I'm hoping that he's fully recovered and you know somehow some way he can have a dominant season and go to the NFL and uh, dominate. Um, the um, You know, virtually the whole defensive line is back. Um, Cooper, Robert Cooper is going to figure in there a lot. So um, then you got all those uh, outside linebacker tweeners on your team. So I I think we're pretty deep. And, you know, Kendo he has all the tools he has all the physical abilities to be a dominant force um i just hope that he can live up to the billing man um let me look up let me look him up real quick joshua kando joshua kando joshua kando joshua kando Still looking, still looking, still looking. Kando, Kando, he should be right at the top. There he is. Joshua Kando from Baltimore, Maryland. Maryland. Man, we used to have that DMV pipeline, man. It's crazy. Uh... Looking at his stats here, he's got eight career sacks. Um, I mean, it doesn't even look like he's played a full season yet. Yeah, I guess he has, but... He hasn't put up any all-world stats yet. This guy is 6'7", 261, so I was pretty close. Um, So hopefully he can fully heal from the injury and come back and help this team. Um, Let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, What if Florida State was playing in the NCAA basketball tournament? I mean... Do you think we could have ran the table? I think we could have. I think the um, type of game that that team played would have traveled anywhere against anybody. Defense and rebounding rebounding, and basically being 10, 11 deep on your team, that's always going to work. It's just a shame that we didn't get to see it, man. Um, You know, 2020, I'll never forget, man. I mean, it, you just say the year with no sports. Um, I just thought we would never, ever see that in this country, that we would have a year or hopefully just part of the year with no sports. Um, the um, Yeah, I don't I don't even know what to say, man, because sports is like an outlet for a lot of people including myself and um not to have that outlet it's just a you know you have to find alternate means whether it's video games or 
Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever to, uh, you know, just to uh, engage yourself. Uh, So um, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Um, I think Florida State could have ran the table if they at least made it to the final four. Because, like I said, their game travels. And, um, you know, to me, the ACC tournament championship, I wouldn't have accepted that trophy. I think it's going to have an asterisk beside it, coronavirus asterisk. Um, That's just my opinion. So, again, let me know what you think about this segment. Moving on to the final segment. Uh, Scariest pandemic movies. Um, Contagion. Outbreak, uh, 28 Days, um, uh, let's see, I can forget the one that Brad Pitt was in, I'm looking it up now, give me one second, internet is going slow as usual, let's see, boom, 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 boom. So I got Contagion, Outbreak, Red, no, Red Dawn wasn't, um, Pandemic Movie, 28 Days, 28 Days Later, is that the actual name of the movie, uh, I don't see the one where Brad Pitt was in it, uh, War, World War Z. I'm going to have to go with Outbreak. Uh, (laughs) Just a really scary movie. Like this general Donald Sutherland is his real name. He wanted to unleash. He was actually ready to bomb a town. Um, Because of the outbreak. Your boy. um, I can't think of his name. Uh, He had the cure. Or he had found the. Uh the uh the the monkey that had infected the the dude that infected everybody and he was a uh he was a carrier of both strands of the uh pan, uh disease and the monkey was and he had the uh antidote or whatever and the general was trying to blow everybody up for whatever reason and I just thought that was scary. So, um, you know, I've been watching pandemic movies, obviously. So, um, so let me know what you think about that segment, man. Um, scariest pandemic movies. And that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's available on YouTube. It's available wherever podcasts are available. Um, be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Um, And uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. And as always, go Knowles.